Hello, one, two, and three. It's May. Hello, Avon calling. Uh, hello. It's... Hello, it's your dream life calling. Hi, it's your dream wife. Don't Am you I, want do you need more sound on me? Oh, Don't good. you want a dream So is this wife? too much when I do this? Oh, interesting. So I can get real, but in, in this, this is, is, a this device, is okay too? A device that captures the <gasps> sound of your voice that comes out of your mouth. Oh my God. It's like right every, now? It's like the hundreds of weddings that I sang at. And every time like the maid of honor or somebody would get the best man would come up <laughs> and they would hold the mic like way. Actually, it was usually the parent. It was usually the father or the mother. They the hold bride. it like on their, wa- their waist. They, and, and you'd come and you would push their hand up closer and closer to their mouth with the microphone. And then it would, and then they were, they were like so nervous, like dripping with sweat, these people. Every time. And then, every and then, single time. And then it would slow, the mic would slowly go back slow. down to like belly button button level it's like there's so many nerves for people using microphones it's very unnatural i bet public speaking is one of the most um nerve-wracking anxiety to learn yeah 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 well like one of the most speech class in high school oh no no we're from i had speech class and i was that's the most nebraska thing i've ever fucking heard in my life you had speech class in high school we had like speech competitions (laughs) debate team okay we had debate isn't that kind of the same thing debate speech and debate speech and debate is it the same thing speech and debate typically but you had classes was yeah yeah because there's classes was compet- and clubs. it's a big thing and it's competitive and I, but what, uh, like what so what shout out to through. shout out to mr colterman who saw in me this whatever <laughs> ability to speech i don't know because i'm not I, i'm a performer <laughs> like i was a performer but more in high school i was more excited about getting up and performing but for me it, it really struck a chord when he showed me like poetry that was like a whole thing just reading people's poetry which is mm. essentially rap like it's a rhythm and oh, a flow yeah, t- oh, and totally. emotional delivery to Ooh, speaking okay. poetry. So I actually got second place at state for reading poetry. No shit. I did a bunch of feminist poetry. Ever- Big shock, folks. Big surprise, Big surprise, folks. So in speech class, though, what would you... We would prepare... Oh my God, this is the podcast. Mr. Coulterman, I just want to say thank you to my teacher in high school. Oh, Because I now have a podcast that has reached... Thousands of people a week. Where are we speech? We have a beautiful community growing on Patreon. If anybody's interested, if you're already a part of it, thank you so much to our sugar daddies. You are the reason that we've been able to continue to do this. Mm, it does. Hey, cheers. Hey, hey, cheers to everybody listening. Hey, hey. Everybody. Hey. It takes you know a village. It's not just me and Nick sitting here doing all the technicalities. We got Alex over here. We got we have- Luna taking a nap. That's hard. There's Not a lot everybody of, can do that. There's a lot of people behind the scenes like making this happen. So thank you to those of you that are out there supporting, whether it's just listening, whether you're on the Patreon, that's patreon.com slash house of Herbie. Nick is wearing a necklace today that I designed oh a very especially. Well, possibly we're going to ask our patrons if this is good. We wanted to make an exclusive piece of jewelry because y'all know I'm making jewelry She's now. She's making jewelry now. The story of my beads, beads, beads <laughs> just continues to get funnier and funnier because I love them. And I wanted to make one that was inspired by our sugar daddies and and had like that rich, um, but also s- woo, that rich woo spiritual retro vibe. So mm. Nick is wearing it if, if you're watching on YouTube or Patreon, you can see uh, that. So we just want to know what you think, and maybe we'll make it. We'll list it. Maybe I'll make a bunch when I watch the Matrix later. So far, I've only made one. So let (laughs) me know. Is this it? Obviously, you've got the one and only sugar daddy necklace right now. Okay, so I distracted you, Mister. How do you say his name? Coulterman. Mm -hmm. Coulterman. Mm -hmm. Coulterman. 
Coltarman. San Diegans. Yeah. Okay, so he was your speech uh, teacher? Teacher, yeah. And he also directed some of like the drama. He had like a drama class and we would learn scripts and we would do these these dramatic. It was like my acting experience really oh my in high God. school. We Isn't did that amazing? S- yeah. We had that in tiny Seward, Nebraska. No, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. We did something. Fuck, I might just call my mom and ask her exactly what it was. Did you we do did any s- acting? Uh, no. But Don't you think Nick would be an amazing actor? Oh, yeah. Everybody assumes that I'm an actor. When I meet people for the first time, they're like, oh, so what kind of stuff do you act in? And I'm like, trombone period pieces? You know, the worst thing about acting, I think for <laughs> me, it was memorizing a script. Like, I get so stressed about memorizing the conversation and the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, fuck yeah. it up every time. Yeah. No, I could see how that would be stressful. I am not. But, but Can you're you imagine at- sitting and studying and memorizing it? You would be a great actor, but I'm like, would you want to do that? Yeah. Once I could do that, once I figured out like the mechanism that I needed to do that, I would probably be good at it. But dude, when you get into like the three or four page monologue things, I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. Cause you have to, you have the to back literally and forth's a little easier. Probably. Yeah, maybe. But if the other person, man, that's got to be something that's such a wild shout out to all the actors. Shout out to the actors. <gasps> because like, wow, that takes so much focus. Oh yeah. No, tremendous. It takes a and lot you're losing of... yourself in a character. Yeah. So we know a lot of actors. We're probably going to, when we start having guests on here, one of the guests we're going to have, who's a friend of ours, mm-hmm. um, is Betty Gabriel. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen... Um, Get Out. Get Out. Boop. Okay. So in Get Out, there's a scene where the... the is she play the, the housemaid or something like that? Yep. She's the, I think, the maid. And she's it's the scene, it's like one of the most iconic scenes from the movie where she's kind of like, she starts crying while at the same time... Smiling. Smiling. <laughs> it's it fucking dude it, it's crazy good I get goosebumps just thinking about seriously, it seriously yeah. it's amazing so she's a buddy of ours yeah and she like, gave me the singing bowl that's sitting behind me on the shelf <laughs> she really did she's my spiritual buddy like we really she's a real fucking deal yeah. she's incredible we go to movies together like she's such a vibe and, and we've talked a lot about like the the experience of because she's she's been in she's been in a lot of uh, big things so yeah. it'd be fun to get her on here and talk about the the creative differences between acting and music, because I, I feel like there are there are so many through lines, but yep. at the same time, there are so many total, total left field differences. And because this is a creative podcast, no matter what you're doing, if you're out there making candles, if you're out there doing pottery, oh. if you're a painter, um, if you're a graphic designer, I feel like all of these skills can be translated into your passion. So, yeah. And here- you can create a business out of that shit yes. if you want to. You don't fucking have to either. That's really important because when you start making money from your art, it will change things. Absolutely. Yeah, it does change it. You change the experience with a little bit, and I think nobody really, nobody really talks about that a lot. And then there comes to like then coming becoming making commercial art mm. in that whole experience. Why does making money change the art? Well, you're now you're dealing with a irrational business rationally. So it's never going to make sense. It's Why is money rational? No, no, no. So, well, you're trying to approach it. Okay, yeah, good point. Maybe it's not. But you're trying to approach it in, in something tangible, I guess. Like something right. like, you know, uh, uh, services rendered type of thing. If you make an incredible piece of art. And you just give it away. Well, it doesn't mean that it's going to be successful. It doesn't mean that a lot of people are going to purchase it or experience it or buy it or whatever. You right. know, it, it takes, there are so many other fucking elements. Yeah. Shit. I mean, we were, that was the single, that's, that's why, you know, we go back, back and forth about talking about your experiences and, and what you have and why, 
when you go back, like most people, I think there was some like poll or some shit where they were like, I would never, I wouldn't change a thing, even though there were all these tragic periods or whatever. They're like, but I wouldn't, ch- I wouldn't change it for the world hmm. because there's something about like the label experience was so eye opening in so many ways and something that was so necessary for us hmm. to experience. Yep. Because if not, we were just going to have to experience it in some other form right. later. We were fully prepared to have to go work at Starbucks. <laughs> You know, which is no, not a bad time, job, by the way. I've heard it's actually a wonderful environment to and work. And we've said this too, like, and, and I, I have never in a million fucking years said I would be this guy, but when you cannot, it's so personal. It's so personal. Because for me, if I didn't have an outlet, and also at the time I was just discovering how, that, that I was a producer, that right. I could create music, that all these things, right? You were in denial, was I in denial? I wasn't in denial. You were like, oh, uh, computers hate me. I'm not going to be a producer. Oh, very, I was like, that's an excuse. Dude, computers, every time I would get near a computer or something, I, I had to like make friends with computers. You did. I had like, to on surrender. A spe- in an energetic level? I had to like, yes. He I had really, to, like, guys, he he thanks his computer at night before <laughs> he goes to bed. Like he walks over do. to the computer and he puts his hand on it's it. It's got all my shit. And he says, Thank you. What if it, the and computer... And it does make a difference. Like, I know it's we, it's wooey and weird, but this is what real. What if the computer decided one day to be like, hey, bro, I don't like how you treated me yesterday. Yeah. And just like... <laughs> and it might. It might shit it the bed. Might. It has before. Just shits the bed. It shit the bed before when you didn't think it. Uh, well, that definitely is a rich and delicious conversation for our podcast today, which is about flow state. Mm. We, Nick, Jedi Nick and I really want to dive into... Uh, what it how do you sustain a creative energy in your work and what if you get stuck okay this is a safe space for self-discovery and bad bitchery we're here to uncover these things and help you to enjoy your life at a deeper level okay so so like flow state and writer's block or something like that are very different brain frequencies to well, me. we're going to cover it all all right in today's episode Let's so i think i think because we're here we're here to like learn and discover together thank you all for being curious first and of all thank you for being courageous enough to even want to better yourselves that's like a whole that's a vibe dude that's fucking dope no that's the point i mean honestly that's probably the point of fucking life when you break it down it probably is i think anybody that's not interested in that is no, a loser you- no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> here we are judging them yeah <laughs> so flow state is the mental state of being completely present and fully immersed in a task. It is an immersive psychosomatic experience. See, there's no fucking way we're going to fucking escape spiritual fucking shit or consciousness shit every single fucking time. You can't time. be a creative person and, and what not is it? Have say it again. Say it, say it again. What is it? It's being fucking present in your shit. That's a way better definition. <laughs> flow I can state. Give you synopsis I also just love the word flow state. I decided to, I think it's two words, but I combine it into one. And mm. I was like, oh man, that would be cool. Like flow state population. How many people on the Patreon? Population Nick. Right? Population Nick. Flow state. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be your producer name it was, for yeah, a long population. time. We had this joke because everywhere we stopped on tour, Nick would ask, oh, what's the population of this town? <laughs> Every single stop. I did. And so it's a certain point it where we're like, so oh, I don't know. Population Nick is here. <laughs> <laughs> that is, there's something about that is so, because I'm a numbers guy. But you it's know clever. this about me now, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I love numbers. They're interesting to me. It's a funny little, and you're like, oh, I'm in Kansas City. What's the population in that? He always brought out the main accent too. And like the yeah. cab driver was like, I do not get paid enough for this. <laughs> 
I don't care. I don't give a fuck what the population is. Can we do a tour stories episode soon too? We probably. Because I have a lot of hilarious. That reminds me of a tour story, but maybe we save it for a tour story episode. That's fine. It's how, however also, you want to organize. You guys always make fun of me as well for saying tour. Tour. Because how do you it's say it? Tour. 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 A tour. Yeah. There's yeah. a U in it. Yeah. No. There's an A when you say it. Tour. Pompadour. Okay. Tour is T O O dash E R. That's tour. That's what you just said. Oh, tour. Okay. It's not or, a single. It's a tour. Or like T W O dash E R. Yeah. It's not a single. It's Let a tour. Let us know in the comments who we can cut you are all of this with. out. Yeah. All right. Back to you. <laughs> okay. So flow state is a mental state of being completely present and fully immersed in a task. It's an immersive psychosomatic experience. And I love combining the word flow state because it feels like, where do you live? I live in the flow state. That's everyone's goal (laughs) is to be in the flow state because nothing feels better as a creative person than not only being able to focus on what you're creating, but also to be productive, right? So you're being creative, you're focused and you're productive, meaning there is a result. Like you feel like at the end of it, you've either reached a new level of understanding of your art, you've produced a piece of art that you can put out into the world or sell, or you're working towards some bigger collection. I don't know. It's progress, really. Mm -hmm. To me, flow state is that. Channeling. It's, It's like a combination of things. Yeah. And so one of the biggest questions that I see coming from the community is, well, how do you remain inspired so consistently? How do you... Cause, cause you have the ebb and flow uh, of life. Yeah. You have outside problems that are like, we have friends that are going through shit right now where they can't seem to catch a break from yeah. life shit. And yeah. it's like, how are you going to be? Sometimes it feels like you may never be creative in your flow state again. Yeah. And this is the fucked up thing. Like this is why all these through lines are the same because when you are according to everybody fucking Eckhart fucking totally according to all of the, even like, so I'm reading the Joe Dispenza book, the becoming supernatural, You're which you all told me about, you all told me to Thank read. Thank you. And, um, so when you are present, so you're saying like, it's, it's pretty much just channeling some other fucking vibrational something in the present moment. Right. right? So, um, when you are present, there are no problems. Mm. There is nothing when, when you, when you're truly just like be here now, Deepak Chopra shit. Yep. There are everything else fades away into the background and becomes less of a big deal. Yeah, in something that you'll just get to when when you get there. You know what I mean? You, you're you're not worrying about it anymore. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're apathetic to it. You're just you're just so like where you are right now is so cool. It's so you know so fantastic. So that's but it's a challenge to to be there in Earth. You know all the time, obviously. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I think we're also, it's prevalent to us right now because we're balls deep in writing the next shit. Yeah. We're getting a lot of shit out this year, kids. Hey, why Buckle not? Buckle up. Why not? You know, that's that's just pushing. So what you're going to find out across the course of this episode is that flow state is a muscle. It's just like patience. We talked about patience last week. Like it's yeah. just a muscle that you can practice and discipline yourself. So um, one of the signs that I notice when I'm in my flow state, and I would love to, to kind of divulge in an explanation, like a delicious uh, explanation of what it feels like for us. Because I know for everybody salad. it's different. This includes Alex. I want to hear how it feels when you think you're in your flow state. Mm-hmm. But for me, the number one thing I notice is I lose track of time. Yeah. Do you ever look up at the clock? Yes. And you're like, bitch, it's 4.30 p.m. You sat down sometime this morning and you didn't eat. You didn't even think 
Like you, you got a candle burning. You're just like on a rager of creative flow. It's been 84 years. <laughs> you wake up. So <laughs> thankfully your body eventually tells you to eat or sleep or I, shit. I think of like the, uh, interstellar, <laughs> interstellar <Right>. scene. <laughs> they come back. I've been here for 25 years. All the kids are grown up and have their own kids. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God. No, it's very true. It's very true, man. There are so many, you actually are accessing other vibrational fucking frequencies yeah it's i personally think for my ex and we should go around and explain our our own vibes but uh-huh. i think my feeling is that it's my it's almost like an out-of-body experience like your time is not important yeah and it's the essence of me like it's i'm able to give the most i'm in my most happy place mm-hmm. i'm in my most uh you, you dream. often say it's eight year old it's state. eight year old you it's eight year it's childlike it's yeah. like you're just lost in it you're not concerned with the world and i would love to hear what y'all feel i'm gonna ask you a few follow-up questions yeah. if i may yeah <clears throat> so a lot of times, because you love doing a ton of different things, you're yeah. always, you know, got your hands in a lot of pickle jars. <laughs> For sure. You know what I'm saying? I have a I collection don't know that's of a... pickles, <laughs> many flavors and... Deliciously pickled. Yes. Uh, so when you get back into, you're not, oh, are you writing every day, usually? No. So when you get back into writing brain or writing mode, yes. it, does, it does feel like a few days... Or it's, tell me about the process. Okay, so this is tricky. This is why we're doing an episode on flow state because it is um, accessing a different vibration of yourself. I, I often explain it as like right brain, left brain because I think science has only given us that one explanation sure. so yeah. far. Creativity versus rational And versus what I whatever. always complain about when I'm writing songs is I have to like jump out of my right brain. Right brain is your creative, right? And left brain is your logic. I think so. I have to jump out of my creative brain to go to my logic brain to like answer an email. Yeah. Or like, oh, we should order this packaging in a different color. Like I, for me having to do math, that's why we always complain about math. Math is wonderful, (laughs) but it's an enemy to, to me, to creative flow. Maybe not for some of y'all, maybe your art is math. Right. But I think, um, for me, and maybe for those that are in visual or audio arts, it is uh, two two hemispheres of the brain. It's also conscious and subconscious. You're accessing, when we say we're flow state and we're accessing the muse, I mean, this is a big inspiration for, for my last project. Um, and there's a couple books we'll recommend uh, that explain this even better. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. But the, this book, The War of Art, he explains the muse coming in in her dress and And she doesn't want to get her dress dirty. Like there's some tips I'm going to give you in this episode for like how to invite Mm. the muse in. You all have your own muse that you can access. Mm -hmm. If you personify, like just like we used for the trauma and healing, like if you separate off your problem and put some space around it, Mm -hmm. we're going to like personify your flow state and let her come into the, you're going to, Put Set up a on. ritual. Put that dress on. You can ritualize your creative sessions to a point where you're inviting in a freaking goddess energy mm. to come in and bless you with ideas. I want you to dance. And you have to respect her. You have to remember, like, this is just, you know, this is this is the essence of being alive, like Jedi mm. Nick was saying. And uh, I think also the book Big Magic is 
Love that one. The book for this. Because she, she just, um, her, her writing is her art and it's a book that she wrote about yes. this. Oh my God, you guys, writing is so, this is, this is fun. There's nothing writing, I can recommend more than those two books, Big Magic and War of Art. Mm-hmm. Those so are the ones. War of Art is going to talk probably more about like. Very the, masculine. It's, it, yes. I was just going to say it's the masculine approach because he talks about resistance. It's a lot more real and bitter and angry, although. Powering through. That yes. one's more about like, you know, you, you have to, you, and this is, this but is he interesting makes so too. many great points. Absolutely, because it is so personalized. I think the first time I remember reading about this, when I was like, "Oh, that's that's an interesting approach," was reading about uh, a Beatles interview. Okay, where John, I think John Lennon was saying he's like, "Oh, I don't know, man. I'll just sit down and have a talk. You know, the the inspiration just comes down, man." And then John. Uh, sorry, Paul McCartney. That was John's approach. Paul McCartney was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to like, get a cup of coffee and like roll up my sleeves and just get to work." Yeah. So he had more of, and that's kind of how I work as well. This Sometimes- is we always say, "Which beetle are you?" In our in our house, we're like, "Which beetle are you?" Like, I'm obviously John you're Lennon, John. and you're obviously Paul. Definitely. Yeah. I'm obviously Ringo. Nick but, yeah. is like. If you just go to the gym every day, even if you're not in, sh- if you're not feeling good, like yeah. you're going to be strong. You got to do. It. I'm like, do I feel inspired? Do I want to do this? And I think that most people are like me. You think so? I think most people are like, am I inspired? And that's yeah. why I wanted to offer y'all some tips because I've learned from living with a freaking Paul McCartney that I know now what it takes to access your flow state. Yeah, because it's you. Know, I guess like so. My approach too is you don't know. You have to, you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. All right. Let's go. Let's go sports analogies. Okay. So you have to, you even for creating songs, even for getting the, you know, a great idea, you, you have to, um, you just have to try. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like, I know nothing's going to happen if I don't try. So it's already the first tip of the day is just schedule it and do it like Give yourself time to do creative. Oh okay, next week Even we're talking about suck. habits. Next week we'll talk about habits. Well, we that, we're that, always that, talking about habits. Oh my god, I'm I rolling love my habits. eyes that ties, so much. That ties into a how to start the episode that we did. It does last season, so that would be a good reference. Thank you, and it's Thanks, we Alex. will be repeating ourselves now because no, y'all are getting it. I have so many messages from listeners of this podcast that are like, "Queen, I started my own business. I just did this. I just moved here to a new city." Like, oh shit! I think you had somebody message you. Correct me if I'm wrong. They said they they were listening to your music and got inspired and started their own candle business and made a million dollars in one year because it went viral on TikTok. That is correct. <laughs> That's like the That's illest, cool as shit. The illest cosign ever. That's the hardest bar yeah. ever. So I described my flow state. Okay, I lose track of time. I feel yeah. like I'm almost like cross-eyed in a cold pool of water. I've described it as this because it can be uncomfortable. And a lot yeah. of times too, I'll, I'll just take a sip of like some cannabis or something and just kind of try to loosen myself up. I have a ritual that I do where I, I like, I have to have a smell going, right? I got to burn a candle. I'm a Taurus. So I want to, but they say this in a lot of these books, like you have to respect the muse. Gotta like woo it. You have to yeah. woo her into the room. Isn't that fascinating? You have to treat it like, I mean, babes, it's witchcraft too. Like Take witchcraft and, and spellcraft and, and manifesting and all these keywords that are so popular is like all the same thing. It's energizing and creating a consistent ritual yeah. that you follow that ultimately leads you to take tiny actions, which leads to it manifesting. Like there's really no other way. Yeah. To, yeah. So flow state is essential. And I think we should really, on this podcast, at least with our community, like let's try it together. 
let's see like, oh, I did my flow state session. I did this. Like, why not? Mm -hmm. We can hold each other accountable. And then you're going to make like, what's the alternative? Not becoming disciplined in this and then not giving us your art. We need your art. So much, so much fucking shit comes down to discipline too. This is fascinating because this is forcing me to have to try to think about and articulate different things that we have always been developing and doing on our own. Yes. Because I do we've feel like- We've gotten better I, as we've gotten older too. So it does take yeah, time to, to kind of hone. It really does. It really does. And this is something, this is classic Capricorn Nick. Like this is, uh, I love doing these processes and learning about it because there's just something so fucking romantic about the writer or the- uh, you know what I mean? I love these old, uh, for me, it's, I obviously love music, but also film. Film is such a huge inspiration for me. For sure. Spielberg is one of my biggest all time. I'm always watching Tarantino, um, movies, interviews and, mm. and movies and, and, and different things and all the, in this, cause it's such a, such a fascinating approach. That's a whole other, um, you know, realm of creativity but music is is so fucking just to music to me is still like because if you have movies without music it's almost not not watchable they're incredible movies without music but they just add so much been reading been watching Tarantino talks about his writing process and it was just so cocaine and hookers pretty much but it's (laughs) but that's his ritual right well and, and he also so like there's a quote to good artists borrow great artists steal i don't know who said that was that picasso so tarantino i didn't know a lot about this but spaghetti westerns all right is, is pretty much western movies made in the 60s made through 80s italian they were italian they're yeah. made in europe That's why yeah, they're called spaghetti. spaghetti westerns so um but he would literally just rip his favorite scenes from those right recreate and recreate them mm-hmm. in his shit yeah. um and that's why he has a lot of these um western themes and his, his soundtracks mm-hmm. and the, the whole thing it's just a fascinating uh it's a fascinating thing to me personally i get a lot of inspiration from that right but um well you know in this book that we had recommended in the past called power of awareness thank you the opening like chapter of power of awareness says don't worry everything's already been created wow Pressure's off. So it's like, well, yeah, he made spaghetti westerns. He ripped off or stole great artists steal, blah, 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 artists borrow. Like Picasso Picasso did did quote that. that. Thank you. Wow, I know things. It sounds like a very toxic quote, but in a lot of ways, it's true. If you look at the spiritual side of things, it's like, no, it's the universe, everything, all the possibilities exist already. Do it through your lens. Do it through your lens. You need to do that's what makes it special. Yes. And your story and yes. us connecting with your vibration Boom. is everything. That's right? fucking I've, it, dude. Other people have worn a black tank top before, yeah. you know? Other people have made black and white beaded necklaces. But it's like my spin on it and the way that I uh, serve it yeah. and inspire others you with it. Uh, honestly, I have never... Magic. You don't see it anywhere else. You don't. Now, Even though it feel, it's, feels familiar, but it's yeah. not something that you can get anywhere else. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I also want to commend you. For I'm your writing. For oh. I think you are a wonderful writer. Thank you. I think you're a fantastic writer. And I also know and appreciate, having been through this process myself, how difficult it is to be a good writer and how long and how much of a painstakingly fucking you do have to you have to bring the muse in for for years. Years, people. This is a muscle. I don't I don't know if people, anybody 
and the planet has ever woken up and been like, oh, writing is natural and easy to me. Right. It's not always been easy for me. It's a process that you have to understand. (laughs) It's multi-layered. Just, I mean, and for music, it's it's just about even starting with... um, getting getting the uh, the timing right getting it to rhyme getting it to like first you just get it to rhyme and then you're like yeah it's a fuck yeah and then you realize it's just shit then you have to like up the level of the bars and like the meaning in it and then get it to rhyme and then it's having everything else connect and then having a a deeper meaning behind everything and i feel like you've really embraced one of the things that was frustrating from us for, from our prior experiences was not being able to really was the writing. Yeah. It was the fucking writing. Because it is such a specific thing. It's such an individualized thing. It is. And how do you stand out from the crowd, right? So I think the more I... The more I dive into my artistry, I realize that you don't necessarily need to be exceptionally profoundly talented at something. You just need to get into your flow state on a regular basis. Yeah. And over the course of several years, you become a master. They say 10,000 hours. Fuck. That shit is this real, is it, yo. What this do you want to do? The fucking secret. This is it. Whatever you, you want to do. You just keep fucking doing it. You the better two pick something. Rules. Pick something you love. Two and just rules. do it every day. Don't give up. And don't go crazy. There it is. That's it. These are the House of Herbie rules. Yep. House of Herbie fucking rules. Okay. But Maya Angelou said, you can't use up creativity. The more you use. The more you have. The more you have. Damn. So they literally say that about being present as well. There is, you will never run out of willpower in the presence, in the present moment. Right. It's something that just can't happen. Even if you're exhausted and like barely able to stay awake, you can still observe yourself. Yeah. Well, you'll never, you'll never get fully, if you get to that point where you're fully exhausted, you then you just step out and just like, cool, I'm going to go sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have no worries about anything. It's so crazy. It's really wild. So let's talk about writer's block, which is, I feel like a viral term. I don't think a lot of people even know what that means. And, and it, more of it is just stuckness. Like what happens if I get stuck? And he talks about this a lot in the war of art. Yes, he does. Stephen he does, and yeah. so does Big Magic. Oh, does she? I don't remember she, that. What's her name? Elizabeth? She's, Elizabeth Gilbert. Thank you. Elizabeth Gilbert is one of my idols. Yeah, incredible writer. So, she did um, Eat Love. Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Love, <laughs> Penis. Eat, eat love, penis, penis, Love, Praying. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Yes, Big Magic uh, is a book. Thank you, Zach Waters, for handing me off this book. I believe he's he handed me Betty Who's copy of the book (laughs) that he had gotten. So, like three three really cool artists have shared one Elizabeth book, and it's changed our lives. And I love how she talks about respecting the muse and respecting the process in her art so much that she was like, "How dare I expect this to make a living for me?" It's a profound honor to just create. Yeah, I should go about my life trying to take care of my physical self while also being creative. Like yeah. being able to do this for a living comes with its own challenges too. It's not always the best life. Well, it's not. It's an, an incredible. You just said money changes it. It changes it because it's such an incredible privilege. Just like she said, just to be able to do it in that experience that you feel in your body and it's it's such a fucking high. She was like, I'm going to be a waitress in Bali while I'm waiting for my books to take off. Yeah. And she had a great time and she got more stuff to write about. No, that gave her the material for her big hit. Period. Did it not? It did. 
That was Eat, Pray, Love. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She was going through a divorce. She was like, my career's not working. What do I do? Yeah. Dude, just, oh, Jesus. It's so, per- it's too perfect. Yeah. It's too perfect. Okay. So if flow state is a muscle and you just have to go for it, what is it that, what is it that writer's block means? To me, I believe that would be a fear trigger. If you're saying, I help, I'm suffering from writer's block. You're saying, I'm afraid to try and fail today and to try again tomorrow and fail again. Yeah. So you're saying for 30 days, 60 days, I've had writer's block. That's saying to me that you haven't lit your candle, smoked your joint, invited the muse in and fucking wrote, sat and focused or and had, wrote. Or, or taken time. Or, or tried to time. Paint, paint something horrible. Just get it out the way. Shit is There's the fertilizer. Liter- shit is the best fertilizer. That's one of, that's the kind of the main advice I tell everybody starting off in creative. Like shit is the best yeah. fertilizer. But the fear of getting started is, a, that's why we have a episode called the, how to start because yeah, it's yeah. so, especially as you let the days carry on, babe. But that's why shit is the best fertilizer. It is. Fucking Just make something shitty, please. We need try, your art. Sometimes for fun, I'll try to make something as terrible as possible. I have two little nieces and nephews, okay? Lucy and Parker, yeah. shout out. <laughs> and they're upset. <laughs> we are obsessed with calling each other poop sandwiches. Yes, every time we FaceTime forcing time each them. other to eat poop sandwiches. Yes, okay? yes. And, uh, and then it starts screaming and we, I chase them around for a while. My back hurts later and it's great. So what I do is uh, one time I just randomly, I'll send them random videos and I made a song called You're a Poop Sandwich. Yes. And sent it to them. And the funny part is I kind of like the track now. <laughs> so it, it is important to, so that's a really good tip. If you're experiencing writer's block, just make something shitty, please. Make some, just make something. Because shit is going to be your fertilizer for a track that you like called poop sandwiches. You know what I mean? And then you got a big old fucking poop sandwich tree. (laughs) (laughs) And you got a big old poop sandwich hit. And then you're going to be making money from this and now you're going to change everything. What I always like to say to people, like, relax. Whatever you make, it's not going to get more views than Baby Shark. Whoa, I feel like the pressure's off. Yeah. Nothing's going to beat Baby Shark. Nothing's going to beat it. You're, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Mm-mm-mm. Actually, maybe one of them. It would be somebody listening to House of Herbie podcast <laughs> that would get more views than Baby Shark. Oh my God, if you do, tag me. If you make some goddamn candles, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to goddess. Okay, um, next tip. So I don't want to hear you say I have writer's block. I know it feels really good to say that. And you can sit in that as long as you want. Please don't let it be more than like a few days, right? Just know it's like going to the gym. For me, I hate working out, but I'm like, no, I know it's going to be good for me to do this. Mm. As reluctant as I am, uh, just make us some poop sandwiches and move on with your life. Let's okay? do it. It'll fertilize your art that we need very badly. Um, the tip that I have next is to schedule it. So this is like kind of, cause we talked about creativity, focus, and productivity. Those are kind of the magic three of flow state. So you're being in the creative state. You're going to make poop sandwiches. Some days are just going to be a whole poop sandwich day. Okay. That's a good, that could be a really good t-shirt. So you're in, you've got your creativity. We've, we've, we're done with the excuses and now we're into the focus. So focus is a real issue. I'll tell you why it's an yeah. issue. We did Yo. the social media episode, y'all. Jesus. It's an issue. I end up on my phone Focus. without knowing how I got oh there now. Oh my God. No, that's why I think that's the, <laughs> that is the phone is going to be the single most if important are, hurdle for us, the next generation to get over. If you're as distracted as me or more so. And you're pretty focused. 
this is going to be the one point. If you tell me you have writer's block and you're looking at your phone at least an hour or two a day, nah, nah, yeah. sis, we got to, yeah. I need you to schedule this like you schedule a meeting, a doctor's appointment. I need you to go there at 1 p.m. And until 2 p.m., you cannot look at your phone. Anything that pops up in your really fast running thoughts and mind, I need you to put them on a list and put it to the side. Yeah. I, that's why I keep physical lists. I have a pen and paper, y'all. We have I literally hundreds of physical lists lying around the house. Because I... I need to be in my flow state. That's the priority. And you got to learn how to like siphon those things off. Okay. Yes, we can, we can unroll the dog grass on the patio later. Like that's a lot. That's a really stressful thing for me. The dog grass. Really? Yeah. Because uh, like every month, I'll do it. every month we get new, you never do. I, don't, I do sometimes. Sometimes he does. <laughs> it's very heavy and it's covered in urine and it's weird, but, but I'm like, look, I need to right now I need to focus or, you know, I have a million things in my mind. So keeping a short list, like a little grocery list of things that you can save for later will help get them off your mind and push them to the side so that you can focus. You have to turn your phone off or turn notif. You got to put on do not disturb. Come yeah. on, babe. Actively, one hour. It's just one hour. Actively don't touch it for a long time. I did have lunch with Jojo this week and we <laughs> were. That's a good tweet. We were engulfed in conversation and for an hour we were just into it. Like we were just going back and forth and just beautiful conversation. And we realized she was like, oh shit, I got to change. Like I got to put change in the parking meter. And I realized it had been an hour and we both got on our phones and it was like a barrage of texts and emails and all these things. And I was like, fuck, who are we? We had a conversation about that. I was like, yeah, it's modern life. Okay. It comes with the territory. She also told me that I needed a tour uh -oh. She looked me dead in the eyes and she was like, you need to go on tour. And I was <laughs> like, Jojo, Jojo Tommy. <laughs> so thank you, well, Jojo. Well, Jojo said it. We love her. But that's so important. Uh, the phone, I know some of y'all are busy. There's a lot going on. But if you can give me one hour, see, now I'm making you do it for me. If you can give Queen do one it. hour give of her an focus. Hour. Give an hour without the phone. You'll be fine. It'll still be there when you're at the, on your phone at 9.30 at night on YouTube. Once you schedule it, once you set aside your to-do list, once you turn off your phone, you're going to find that you're in a battle with two different sides of your brain. The logical side of your brain is still, this happens to me anyway, still going to try to find things to detract you from focusing on creating. Mm. I wonder it's if that's so a, weird. I wonder if that's also like a self sabotage. Um, Definitely, this is not archetype. real job. You you don't deserve this. Da, yeah, da, da. those yeah. things come up in my brain. That's a fascinating thing. Okay, so my angle on all this to be able to access this place quicker or more consistently, yes, is going to be surrender. <laughs> How? That's what I mean. So when you, if you can surrendering fully, to the fact that you're distracted and it's going to be well, hard. Well, surrender to fucking that, that you're going to make poop sandwich. That you're going to make. Maybe you're going to make a poop sandwich today. That either way, the human experience is intense, and it's a lot, and it's made to be overwhelming. Mm. It's like you're saying, especially in today's modern world. Surrender. All the fucking pressures, look, look, even just take like physically, you can feel it when you take a fucking exhale and you're like, <sighs> the end of the day when you put your feet up and fucking crack open a beer or something like you just, everything in your body just fucking lets go. And that's to a me, skill. that's it. Well, it's a, like all of these things. It's a, it's a learned skill. I don't think it's something that comes naturally. And of course you're stressed. Of course you're uptight. Of course you're hanging on because it's survival, babe. This is who you're genetically scientifically made to be. 
And that's who we. That's how we came here to overcome this. Yes, was to learn surrender. As soon it, as you it learn will, it, it will. Did literally... we do an episode on that yet? No, we should probably do that next week. Don't spill your martini. I didn't spill. God, give it to me. I'll tell you that. Surrender. I'm adding it to my notes. It's a good one. She's a heavy one because to me, it's the lowest common denominator. I I could talk about that literally once a month and just make that. That's why we're not doing that episode. Just (laughs) (laughs) it's it's such a nuanced thing that I am learning more about personally. Yeah. Literally There's every day. There's only a day. couple books that describe it well, in my yeah. opinion. And, and, and to me, it's it's the lowest common denominator of all life on earth or, or the human experience. If you want to try to access just living in love, joy, or peace. Maybe a better way to explain it too is is like learning to let go of Learning to perfection. let go. Ooh, fuck. The we fear just of, to a the whole fear of talk. failing or making a poop sandwich is the fear <sighs> of making something that's not good. Crippling. Of yeah, not yeah. perfect enough for and, you. And this comes down to what what is that fear about, right? What, what is it, that about? It's about external things, okay, tell, giving you some kind of opinion or some some kind of external energy or response. Yeah. Whatever that is. Not all being of that, accepted, people finding out that you're really weird. All of those things are external, okay? None of those things come, are, are inside. You don't even have to share the poop sandwich. <laughs> you don't have to. You can just keep that for your fertilizer, for your art, no, for later. but usually... Okay, side story. So I was talking... I think Finnessy told me the story. Shout out to Finnessy, our co-producer slash mixer master guy. Wonderful, fucking great dude. Yeah. So he was saying... Um, uh, what do we, He just really just randomly will talk and he'll call and we'll just talk about shit for you a while. You guys talk for days. I love it so much. Sometimes no. I come home and I'm like, I mean, we're just yelling at each other Nick talking to like they're having the best time. So Finnessy was uh, saying he was playing music for like uh, an A&R. Okay. At a label or a publishing company, something somewhere. And he's playing, playing some music and he's like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Back and forth. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And the guy was like, do you have anything that you're embarrassed by? And he was like, huh? He's like, yeah, do you have anything that like... Play me something that you hate. Kind of makes you embarrassed. What? Play me something you hate. And he's like, oh, okay. And he played it for him. The guy was like, yeah, this is it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It's... Because an artist is especially vulnerable and embarrassed about the realist... How many people do you know that are exceptional writers when they're working on other people's shit? Oh, a lot. Versus their own project. Yeah, it takes the pressure off. It takes the fucking pressure And off. like developing a fantasy around somebody else's character is just easier. Sometimes. There's sometimes mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes not. I mean, Johnny Cash would famously be like, they're like, how did you, how did you sing like that and play like that? And he's like, I don't know how to do anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there are those random. Um, and then there's karmic... people like me that can do 19 genres. <laughs> and that's almost a curse. It is. It's it's it becomes harder for you to clarify. I remember one of the um, being versatile is not always good. It's very challenging <laughs> when you're trying to create a business from it, trying to make money from it. It can oh, be very challenging for sure because you need to specialize. And I think a big creative overarching thing that we can give to anybody is like just just specialize, find your niche. Yeah, keep it very specific, especially when you're starting as specific as possible. So if you're afraid of not being perfect and being weird, you're doing the right things. No, that's bad. That's amazing. That's the only place you need to be. But I, we were talking with um, Ryan Tedder. You finished that martini so fast. It's been gone for hours. Ryan Mar- uh, Ryan Martinez. Ryan Tedder. <laughs> 
Martinez? I don't know. I think because I was going to say Martini. I think we should call these Martinis Martinez. I killed Alex. We should call these Martinez from now on. I, I started calling them Martins. I call them Teenies. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're here. We are. I need teeny hands. Yeah. Um, so Ryan Tedder, okay, who's the lead singer of One Republic. One Republics. Also, <laughs> he is. He's a co-writer on some of the biggest hits in the he's last. A genius. 10, 15 years. For sure. Okay. Also, he when we were talking to him years ago, he was already very fucking tired. You could tell he was. He had been over it for a long time. Not and, tired. I would say like good jaded like professional jaded like oh well, i know this is the he thing. knows so much but right that, right right so he, he's over it he's like fuck it he's in the fuck it stage he's in the fuck it stage is the best place to be because right after that he got the adele hits yeah i think he got so, adele hits right after just that saying yeah so and he you know so you had one one republic at the time a bunch of huge other co-writes right mm-hmm. and we were talking to him and the whole band backstage at some some show somewhere and he was like, he was enthralled by you, probably because you were hot. But also he was just like, he could see that you were really talented. And he was like, oh man, you guys are so talented. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not going to go well. And he was like half. He wasn't wrong. No, he, he was legit. He was like, not really kidding. Yeah. He's like, this is a very tough business. He was the realist and also Ellen DeGeneres. So real. I was, we were taken aback by her realness. Yeah. It we was were very, shocked. It was very different than the Tiffy persona. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I was like, oh, no, she knows things that we don't. Well, she's seen things. Or she's she's been in this long enough that yeah. this is a, yeah, she knows. I would have liked to get to know her more. Well, I would love to get these people, you know what it is? I'd love to get- In a real element. Yes. You know? get, get them drunk or high. Like, take, take the- <laughs> I would in, like to drug them. <laughs> We take our own clips out well, of context. Well, kind of. Yeah. You know what it is? Because I don't want to take advantage of anybody. Right. I just want to talk to them at their most de- Real, um, vulnerable place. Yes. Yeah. Take the walls down. Yeah. I want to take the walls down and I want to talk to them and I want to see where they are. Well, if you've been traumatized, you certainly are not letting people in that easily. <laughs> so that's why it yeah. is hard. Which it is hard to make friends in Hollywood. Sometimes it's hard yeah. to make friends in Hollywood. That's a song. Oh my God. That's such a song. <laughs> Jojo. Jojo. It's hard to make friends <laughs> in Hollywood. My only friend of one hour of noodle lunch. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Alice. But y'all didn't describe to me your flow state. I'm, I'm really curious. Mm. Like, what does it feel okay. like? I know this is weird and first? hard to put words to it. Yeah. I think I know that I'm in my flow state when I, when I'm accomplishing everything on my to-do list Yep. and I haven't looked at the clock once. I'm right. just like, Oh, what's next? So it's similar to what you were saying. I don't really pay attention to the time when I know that I'm in my flow state or specifically to this. So like I love producing this podcast yeah. and I will be editing the shit out of this thing and be like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I should probably come up for air for a second. Yeah. But I just am so excited by the editing process of things, which is why I love or music videos. When I'm coloring a video, mm. I'll be like, holy shit, it's three in the morning. I need to uh, even, even editing for you are a great I editor. Haven't eaten in three days. I love, I love doing it so much. So it's just like, so it's passion mixed with my routine that when they come together, I'm, I'm just in it. Passion is a great word. I don't think we've said that yet. Passion is a very, very important word. Yeah, because if and you're, fl- you, you gets- should never lie to yourself. Like I was about to say, you got to know yourself, right? So if you're like, oh, I have writer's block. It's like, do you want to be a writer? <laughs> Let's so like many- triple check. Sh- seriously? Right? Seriously. Because when Cause Alex a lot of- shared with me, and I don't know if it's okay to share this, but you were like, I since I was young and I saw music videos, I was like, someday... I'm going to make music videos and you fucking did it. It's all I wanted to do. So you have now 
been a part of like literally dozens and dozens and dozens. No, you have shot probably over a hundred thousand, a hundred million views. You make you make beautiful music videos for your own art artistry. You make beautiful music videos for others. You are a dancer. You you edit and shoot and color our videos. Like yeah, crazy. And and I told because what I was telling you is that I did. It was like a a moment of me stepping back to be like, oh shit, I am doing what eight-year-old Alex wanted to be doing. It but just it's happened. Sometimes, usually, no one will sit you down and tell you this is happening Hey, congratulations, now. you are the guy. Yes, now. that's right. something that is very right. confusing. For it's Because, sure. you know, you don't have the big moment where somebody shows up with right. the plaque. And, right, Especially right. if you maintain ownership of your company and of your, your creative flow. You're like, oh, no one's going to pat you on the back. Why would they? Right. And this is a they fascinating... They don't have skin in the game. With Queen Herbie, we are making more money than we've ever made before you are we are more free and more uh you know creatively open and stimulated than we've ever been before the only thing that it isn't is as much exposure so that's it's but it's fascinating because no one will sit you down niched really hard no one will sit us down who else is like queen herbie nobody Mm -hmm. will sit you down and say you did it because it's only you. You have to do it to yourself. Well, my sugar daddies tell me every day. And, uh, it's pretty but great. Patreon.com slash House of <laughs> Just kidding. You have to be the one to, to do that for yourself. And yeah. that's what makes creativity and then like making money from creativity so can be very complicated. It doesn't always need to be. I One thing that I have learned over the years from a lot of the greats and from all, my own personal experience is when it becomes really complicated, uncomplicate things. Simplify, or as my astrologer told me, integrate. Oh, if yeah. you're too uh, crazy, try to mash it all together into one thing or try to get to the common denominator and yeah. focus on that. Yeah. Okay, but can we get through the rest of these? We oh, keep, my God. I love going on tangents with Woo, y'all, but look, listen. My nipples. Listen. I'm on a mission. That one came out weird. I've never been the one of them. Okay, so we've let go of perfection. We've scheduled our time to get in the flow state. I'm going to talk about perfection a whole other episode because that's a whole. Perfection? I've been listening to a few different oh my God, podcasts. The perfection about that. episode. Oh my god, perfectionism. I'm perfect. <laughs> that's a that's end a of that's a brand. That's a mood. Perfect. The perfect. Let's put brand. that on a t-shirt. Perfect. That would probably be a good t-shirt. Oh my god, that's I'm the perfect. perfect. Somebody done that yet? Somebody needs to make a candle company. Perfect candle. Oh, what does it smell like? It smells like I'm perfect. It's perfect. I'm perfect, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we've scheduled our time for the flow state, and we've been comfortable making a mess, making a shit sandwich. Oh, sorry, poop sandwich. Shit sandwich is fun to say. Shit sandwich? And uh, you're wor- you're slowly compounding and working your way up to this artwork, yeah. right? So it yeah. doesn't need to be. That's one thing I've been doing lately as I've been writing the next project. I dove in. Let's go. This week to the Water's next project. Warm. And I was like, yo, I don't, I can just get a couple lines a day. What if I just get a couple lines a day? That's, that's way need. more fun than binging and feeling stressed. That's all you need. Yeah. So if, if, that's all you need, dude. So your two sides of your brain are now fighting each other. You've put off <laughs> your, your to-do list is off to the side. Your phone is set to do not disturb. And you're still going to fight with all these things, but you're letting go of perfection. Do not switch between, try to stay in the right side of the brain, which is the creative side. You can edit later. Don't try to switch between logic and creative. Like just for this one hour, babe, we need your art. Know yourself. Are you a morning creative or are you in the wee hours of the evening creating? You just have to, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. There isn't. Know yourself. 
do you even want to be, do you have writer's block and you don't even want to be a writer? Maybe that's why you're blocked. Well, and, and maybe if you just start, it'll take you somewhere else. It, if you think you're supposed to be this pop star figure or this, you know, movie writer or whatever, and you end up being a producer or yes. you end up being a something, I don't, I don't know, be doing the lighting, uh, being a, a whatever it is, you don't know. It's but amazing you, how a pivot can change everything. Yes. And if you're many, like, wait, I've always enjoyed like editing though, or I've always enjoyed producing, you know, or whatever. Yes, you right? can still yeah. do all the other stuff, but you're like, well, maybe I shift more into this and see how my flow state feels in this. Yeah. Because maybe that's more in alignment with what you came to do. Maybe that's more sustainable for you. Maybe that's like the thing something that, you can do to your 80. The thing that fucking blows my dick off every time is everybody who we've ever, anybody who's become an icon in any fucking scenario has always been at the very pivotal starting point for them and not known a fucking shit dick about anything. Everybody. So everybody who's an icon has started has been at that point nothing. has started, thank you for chance. Falling flat on their face. Has started at the point of knowing nothing. Tell the Steven Spielberg story. Okay, so Spielberg was on a tour. Okay, so he made a, bu- a bunch of like homemade movies and shit like that. He obviously always had a tendency to do this or like a to pull direct. toward to direct or make something with film, right? So he goes on this Universal Lot Tour. Backlot Tour, which is like if when you go to Universal Studios, you pay your like $75 and you go on the tour. Yeah. And at the time, I don't, there wasn't, I don't think Universal Park, right? It was just literally just a the tour. Backlot Tour. Yeah. So it was probably like 15 cents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he, I think he's like 17, 16, 18 at the time, something like that. And he, they go off to have one bathroom break. It's like a long tour. So he's just stayed in the stall and waited till he heard everybody left. <laughs> so they left to let the trolley leave. And he stayed, he just stayed on the lot, right? When he left that day, he he struck up this whole conversation with a security guard to make it seem like he was someone he who was there. there. Okay, so the next day he shows up with like a briefcase or something and says hi to security guard. The guy lets him in. He literally was there for months. He made a placard with his name, Steven Spielberg, on it and put it. He took over an abandoned fucking office, <laughs> office, or just like an empty office. Okay. That's how Steven Spielberg started. This can't be real. He literally just said like, no, I'm just going to figure it out. So that's illegal. <laughs> so maybe not. And then well, definitely white privilege and things played sure. into this. A lot of but things. Like, a lot of things. But you have to kind of take the hand that you're dealt. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of wild. And he figured it out. You know what I mean? And so today, eventually somebody was like, yo, do you actually, we need dude, to give you a position? He, or? he ended up somehow by just being on the lot. Because I think the, the main reason he stayed behind that first day is because he wanted to actually get inside the stages. Mm. Get inside, because you could just see from the outside you couldn't get inside and see the whole this you know because the stages for people who don't know they're these huge massive buildings kind of like warehouses that they build really high ceilings love those huge ceilings no windows though that they just they just build sets in so like the entire ellen show they whatever is needed sound stage so he wanted to see inside of that so eventually they gave him a a job so, so eventually he got a gig he got to know i think like one of the presidents of the entire fucking studio and they gave him his first job directing, uh, I think it was like a TV series. That's wild. And that's how we started. Insane. So, yeah, it's wild. It's really crazy. So also get creative, but don't go to jail. Well, and also guerrilla, <laughs> there's a, a guerrilla marketing strategy. There is. That I'm also, I deeply, I didn't know this about myself, but I'm becoming fascinated by. We actually would prefer to do it an unusual way yeah, than I like the way everybody it, else does it. 
Yeah, maybe I'm sure it's just some egoic tendency somewhere. Some people but are better at the classical approach where they follow the rules, and well, I love that for you. If you do both, that's great. But most people, when was the last time somebody followed the rules and it worked out? Well, what's, I forgot who quoted this, but there are like well-behaved women that rarely, rarely make, make history. history. I feel like it yeah. was somebody, Eleanor Roosevelt or something like that. It's a good bumper sticker. It is. Okay, so... A couple last tips for this, and we will let you go on your merry way of scheduling your flow state because we need your art. Create a nurturing environment for yourself. Mm. Okay. Nice. So you're you're now treating this like a ritual, like a sacred ass ritual where you're setting up your space, your nest for creating. Because remember, it's going to be uncomfortable for a little bit until you get in the flow state. You're going to be uncomfortable, possibly especially when you're starting, if you're, you're scheduling this and you're on day two, day three, for me, it takes like three to four days really to get Mm. into the point where I can sit down and fucking bust out some bars. You know what I mean? So that's, so you've been doing this for a long fucking time. I have. It takes three or four days for you to get back. By day four, I'm like, you're good. Yeah. Prestigious bars. Like I'm like, Oh, this is, I'm amazing. I'm a genius. And it feels amazing. But I had to light a lot of candles. I had to get a lot of, I have like my favorite, I've got my muse hoodie. Now I've got like my, my queen Herbie. I wear my own goddamn merch to hype myself (laughs) up. Cause if I catch a glance of myself in the mirror and I'm like, Oh shit, I have merch and like other people are wearing it too. And then I'm inspired by y'all to make more bops. And so that act of like this very Taurus energy to like clean, organize, give love to your environment. Thank your computer at the end of the session. Fuck. Give yourself some rewards. If you make it through like from 12 o'clock to one o'clock and you're like, Hmm, time for an espresso, make yourself a goddamn espresso, light a joint, you know, put on music. Okay. If I'm not writing music, if I'm working on designing something, I love listening to music. Whether that's like my bad bitch energy playlist on Spotify, which I'm on that playlist now, or (laughs) what's really fun is uh, when I'm doing some more like, I don't even know what to call it. Some more like vague designing stuff. I'll listen to classical or like instrumental music. Chill hop. I love so much. We've had a lot of tiki. I have a tiki playlist. I need to share my playlist with you because it's so good. The tiki playlist is giving like Disneyland, but it's haunted mansion tiki. Yeah, it's kind of like James, it's like kind of like the Incredibles, James Bond. It's vintagey, you know I mean? like Torch Singer. It's great, Disney. I love it. It's perfect. Um, so that you you kind of can put together. You can make your own playlist for your own ritual of inviting the muse and creating the flow state. Um, then my last piece of advice on that front is like if you get stuck, if you need more um, stimulation, whether that's music stimulation, visually, Pinterest. Get on Pinterest find you type in some words of what you're trying to create and just look at everything's already been created. You're just looking for inspiration. Start making a board on Pinterest that you can look at and reference because you're going to get lost in one of those photos. Mm. You're going to say, wow, this photo shoot from Vogue in 1962 really was speaking to the song I'm trying to write. Fashion is a huge inspo for me, but Pinterest is where it's all cataloged. Yeah, you you visually work really well. Yeah, mood bo- and, and I mood board if- it. If you love it so much, throw it on your mood board. Like these mm-hmm. are things you can do to dress your space to get in your flow state faster. Yeah. Okay. So do I go next? Yeah. You want me to fucking say some shit? Let's go. Because when I'm, it's interesting, and I'm I'm uh, I very rarely think about what's happening because you I know I'm really gonna, it's like a zombie you're in a like a well kind of it's like looking at those books remember you had to kind of like cross your eyes to see the magic ma- the, eye 
Is that what it is, Magic Eye? Did you have those? Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of that, which is that channeling vibration in, in all of these books, too, like the Field and the Joe Dispenza books. They're talking about what's actually happening in your brain, like the brain fre- frequencies that you're emitting mm-hmm. when you access these things, and they're different. And they're very meditative states, usually. So that's why, mm-hmm. like, when, that's why also surrender is so important, because it allows you to access those states quicker. You're, you're quiet your mind, you're quiet your body. Sometimes so anyway, I meditate too. That's really helpful. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You, like a five I or ten minute? I'm at the point now where if I don't do it, it, I feel off. I should make them a guided meditation for flow state. Oh, fuck me. Because people have been requesting. Eye. We have the good morning and they're like, can we get a good night That'd be meditation? A great we should also do a flow state. Okay. Uh-huh. So anyway, for me, my kind of flow state thing, because it, it, it's interesting, I, I have to, and maybe I am an actor because I do have to almost physically embody, um, I, I, it's a lot of visualization for me. So I, I do have to, I guess it is a channeling. I have to be at the place where I want to be experiencing this music. There's a lot of times I'll go and make something and it's just total shit. And usually after about an hour, we also, we try to like, like look at it this way. After about an hour, I'll know if it's something I want to continue to try to chase down or whether it's worth it or not. And if it's not, then I just save the project and move on to something or to like take a break, move away from it for five or 10 minutes or something, come back to something new. But if it's something that I'm really excited about, then I will see you either like the ma- the music video for it. Mm. Or you performing it live, hmm. something about that aspect, or like you know making the visuals for it, and I, I can literally feel myself embodying it and, and seeing what that energy would be. Because it's one thing to make hits, it's one thing to make you know this, that, and the other thing. It's another thing to 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 make hits specific for an artist or a character that you're building. Hmm. And that's something that I'm I'm starting to understand. It's like the very very subtle nuances of why things why you hear things the way that you do hmm. i guess do you know what i mean when when a listener hears something well, why do they categorize it one way or the other and that's something that um i don't it, it you have to learn i think i think that just takes with a, a shitload of experience but i'm slowly getting to that point now and it is interesting i do have like a for a while i had so oh, your mood board we should probably show that next week too cuz you're always mood boarding before every project yes so i will look at that a lot and you know in uh, for a while it was in the other the other spot too. And I would look at that as I was creating or just come back to it and make sure it matched. For sure. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like kind of Pinterest for those of you that aren't working with queen Herbie directly, you know, and now queen Herbie can go back six years into the archives and pick out, I'm picking out like photo shoots and looks that I did that were like the vibe that I want to capture on this next project. So it's, it's, it gets fun. The longer you commit to your flow state, the and longer you make fun. it a habit. It's it does really get fun because eventually, like anything else, you'll get fucking good at it. Yeah. Yep. Shit. All, all that I have left to say is if you need, if you, this is overwhelming for you, it's like doing a workout. Like you need to get some air, go for a walk. That's the only other piece of advice I can give. Changing physical location is a huge thing for me. It's huge. Like huge. Whether, I mean, honestly, if you use cannabis, for example, or anything like a relaxant or whatever, if you, if you drink tea, that helps you relax. Like it just helps caffeine. to change. Caffeine also lifts Don't the abuse it though. Because it's, it's such a neat, it's already so overly abused by. It is. It is. But yeah, you have, it's I've been incredible. in a lot of recording sessions where they drink alcohol and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of damaging. 
you know, because <laughs> I'm a I'm a morning person. Oh, I didn't share that. I'm a morning creative. Are you a morning or evening? You you work at night sometimes. Uh, it's a little bit of both. You power through. The the only but time less I, in the morning. The only time I don't really is the afternoon. There's there's like a two to five. It's kind of like a dead zone. It's a dead for me. zone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually work from like ten to to one. Yep. And then I'm like, mm, okay. Now I'm going to play with something happens about uh like when the sun goes down, where almost like the pressure comes off energetically and then it's able, it's easier for me as well. If you think about the collective energy after sundown is people are not working anymore. Right. So the energy so shifts clear. into relaxing. So it kind of yeah. frees up that zone of frequency. Interesting. This is something we should probably just revisit every like month. Okay. Because it's, there are, there are so many different angles that you can come at this from. Yeah. And I feel like we're starting to really have a lot to say. At a certain point, I feel like we can stop making these episodes so topical and we can probably just, just like be like, all right, where's everybody at? Like, let's look at the discord <laughs> comments. Let's look at the YouTube. Let's, let's check take what, our pants off and go to Target. Let's look at the Instagram. We do now have a, a house of Herbie pod Instagram. If you want to follow oh, us yeah, there. Oh yeah, we fucking do. Cause we're trying to find more direct ways to communicate with you and make sure that we're giving you the value that you're looking for from this podcast. Yeah. And be able to just post a ton of clips all the time. Yes. Even the bad ones. Yeah. Well, fucking A, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. It's been, uh, this was a fun one. This is a great one. Yeah. It's a great one. Good one. Get in your flow state. Okay. We're here to tell you once again. Heavy flow. We need your art and we love you so much. We will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you.